Hello, everybody, and welcome back to DustorProds.com. As always, I'm dead. Joe, today we got Birdie. Still weird enjoying myself with this group. And Nico. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? And yeah, we're back uh, to watch more Moon Knight. Uh, today we're taking a little bit of episodes three and four. Uh, and yeah, last one. It Episodes were good, but it was all very much set up. Just getting us into the action, getting us into the character of Stephen Grant slash Mark Spector slash that dickbag bird that lives in their brain. <laughs> Fucking conchu. Truck, dipshit. Truck. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to 13 Ghosts once again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It it is it is Halloween season. At yeah, the time exactly. of the we morning, are recording. So. We are recording this in October. So you guys exactly. want to watch Thirteen Ghosts later? <laughs> <laughs> I you know I've yet to watch it this year yet, but I normally do. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> oh man, it is. I think it's been about a decade since I last saw it. I think I'm on. I, I think I'm in just, that boat with you, Bertie. Yeah, I just vaguely remember um, uh, Shaggy from Scooby Doo being over the top crazy in it. <laughs> Yeah, he fucking went for it, man. I also remember Tony Shalhoub being there. And I think F. Murray Abraham, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he was also a, 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 an old shit in that. Yeah. Just like in this. But. If anything we've said has made you interested in watching 13 Ghosts, uh, epilepsy warning for that entire fucking movie. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so much. Yeah. But we're here for Moon Knight. Uh, Monk's right? in it. Come on, guys. <laughs> Who doesn't love Adrian Monk? <laughs> Sorry, uh, caveman, because I've had the <laughs> Monk versus uh, Psych debate with him multiple times. Were you on? Were you on the Monk side in that debate? Yes. Nice. Wow. <laughs> you think you know a guy? I hate Sean Spencer with a burning passion. <laughs> I hate everyone surrounding Adrian Monk. All right. Well, that that's a. That's a movie podcast. To yeah, that, that's, that's a different. That's a different discussion that Cave and I have had, where we both agreed, and so it wasn't exactly a riveting discussion. <laughs> but right now, episode three of Moon Knight. I uh, watch like what's my favorite. Get it how you will. Watch it how you will. Watch along with us. Uh, we have it paused around a minute twenty, minute twenty three. Uh, right after the recap ends. So, camera fi- camera dollies out a window, show the pyramids, hard cut to black. There's a guy going, ah! right at the cut to black with him still, we'll get the, we'll get the tail end of his, ah. when are you guys ready? I think that'll be the new noise I make whenever you bring up the fact we're going to be watching more Titans. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen Grant would say, jolly good show, mate. Let's get on with this body. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Let's do this. (coughs) Fuck me. In five, four, three, two, one, go. Hey. (laughs) this is a weird real world interview (laughs) 
Ooh, is that Turkish delight? <laughs> uh, it might be. That's good shit. I can't, if it I is. can't remember. I think that's Marzipan. Oh yes. Yeah, that's Turkish. Oh. That's Marzipan. Well, that's what Turkish delight is, is it not? Yeah. Nice. I think the Egyptians make it slightly different than Turks, but I could be wrong. Ah, uh, okay, fair. But that's it is a it, it is a treat across most of the Arab world, so that's mm. not wrong. Very good. And so there was a period where Egypt was Turkish, so it's not possible to be shared. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Ottoman Empire, you know, because Turkey. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want the, uh, I don't want to get canceled for calling it Turkish delight, guys. <laughs> uh, actually, it's Egyptian delight. I'm actually, you fucking racist. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think anyone listening to this podcast expected me to give them more history than the actual show itself. But there you have it, guys. That's why you tune in. <laughs> no one tunes in for me to explain history. <laughs> it's a bonus though is it not <laughs> I guess well, it require people to I remember in. how annoyed uh, Dead got when I was explaining civil rights history when we talked uh, House of X powers of X <laughs> oh yes yeah I remember I jokingly made the statement uh, how I don't like politics in my comics while we were talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you want to avoid politics, go read the X-Men. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's not fair. If you want nonsensical politics, sure, read right. the X-Men. Right. I just remember you saying to me, like, well, why do you like this book? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I am always curious about real-life document forging based on its portrayal in film. Like how easy it looks? Yeah, <laughs> like, that was literally Photoshop. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have any of the scans. that Like, I don't know. Like, yes, international passports have a certain degree of, like, standardization. And I think there's some argument, unfortunately colonialists that oh well this isn't a western country so we don't have to try as hard to fake our id but yeah granted it's it's similarly cheap and quick when oh this terrorist got an american passport with all of the security in 20 minutes <laughs> yeah well no that How brings convenient. up a good point that is the case in a lot of these movies, TV shows. They do make it seem like yeah. just a guy in his basement. Well, it's because slapping if, if they, these things together, right? Like, yeah, well, yeah. I, I know, I know why they, they, I know why they don't do it. It's the same reason they yeah. don't show you how to actually cook meth on Breaking Bad. Yeah, but it's it's also um, if they don't do like a we got this fake one really fast thing, it would turn out like. Did either of you see a really bad movie called Jupiter Ascending? Fuck no. No. Okay. I know well, one all, of the, I know all about it, but I've never watched it. Well, one of the longest and most annoying jokes in it is uh, confirming the main character's identity v via various bureaucratic offices. Yeah, unless, that's what every yeah, I'm, that, I'm, unless you're doing like a Brazil thing, bureaucracy is never really entertaining. Or uh, I was about to say a Futurama thing, but they were doing a Brazil thing. So, it, but it would be very funny to me. Of like, hey, we, hey, I need a passport. I need to get there in like three days. I need to get there. I need to get to Egypt in like three days. And then person's like, yeah, that's not how this works. I need a week. And they fucking and they're like, 
spend the week to get the passport. By the time they get to where they're going, the bad guy's already done his thing and left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just where in the world is Carmen San Diego? But they're always right. a week behind because they can never get their fucking documentation right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it would really go. <laughs> okay, I I know this is kind of a racist joke as well, but whenever I see guys doing all those fancy knife tricks, I just want them to Indiana Jones it. Yes. Yeah, it's like these guys doing weird knife capoeira. I'm really uh, glad you actually did mention that because I was honestly thinking the same thing because <laughs> I love that scene where he just pulls out the gun and shoots yeah, because the guy. Like, <laughs> like, Mark doesn't care if these guys live. He should just shoot them. <laughs> he kind of cares about murdering the teenager. That's not a <laughs> there knife. We go. That's no, how you do it. No, this guy's licking it, licking his knife in a close quarters combat. He's asking to get his throat cut. <laughs> yeah, it. At least they didn't do the thing of licking the blade, just like the side of it. That's that's an odd thing to do mid knife fight, though, don't you think? I mean, <laughs> it's it's the bad guy thing. Yeah. <laughs> See, it sucks when it happens to you, doesn't it, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you stop speaking Arabic? <laughs> Do you only know stop, please? You've already kicked her ass. <laughs> please stop. I I don't have health insurance, please. Look, you already apologized to us. We accepted your apology. Please stop trying to kill us. And stop changing and, accents, and, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and now they're going to go hide in a bunch of different sized baskets. Exactly. <laughs> also, what's That's up with your British accent, man? I'm from Egypt, and I can do a better one. <laughs> No, don't throw the carpet. Use it to fly. <laughs> just, just keep digging our hole deeper. Yeah. Although, again, speaking of comic stuff and mummies, uh, were all either of you looking forward to seeing Brendan Fraser as Firefly? Uh, it's good seeing Brendan Fraser getting work, but I agree. Like. I wouldn't say that excites me. I'm not a Firefly guy. Yeah, exactly. But I agree with Dead uh, that I'm I'm happy to hear about how he's he's getting a lot of uh, roles now, and he's gotten a lot of acclaim recently at the film festival. Like he got the standing ovation, like that thing that he recently did. So, like, yeah, that's I'm I'm happy oh. he's getting work. I didn't realize that this was the first reference to Jake. Yeah. For anybody concerned about spoilers, the show's been out for like a year now, and it's also based on a decades-old comic. We know, we know this shit. Yeah, this was the yeah, first. Yeah, this, it, this was their first reference to Jake being a character. Right. Doesn't happen often, really, until the end. Yeah, it's like, it's like maybe one of it's one other time in this. I maybe like in the like. I think, yeah.
It may even be like, yeah, again, just like a quick reference to, but not really mm. like an exploration of that character. Yeah, because they need to save something for if they do season two, I guess. Speaking of quick references, you know what I said I would kill you last. I lied. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I make fun of Steven's, Steven's accent, but God, I love him as a character. Steven's great. Yeah. Yeah. Stop listening to that fucking bitch. <laughs> Uh, the worst that can happen is that they're all complete morons. Yeah, they're gods. Like, worse than expected. <laughs> Do you contribute anything to this other than the wardrobe? Oh, cool, a shrinking effect. Awesome. This fucking bird. That's kind of like the same effect Ant-Man uses in the film. That is almost the exact same effect Ant-Man uses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good 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 uh good point. Yeah. Hell yeah, Mark stared directly at that solar eclipse. Yeah. And then, Again, uh, this is this is funny right now cuz they he doesn't realize how much the gods think he's an asshole like as well. <laughs> well and then the, and then the mummy uh is somewhere to the west of them going bitch. Oh, the conspicuous archway. Well, it kind of is. He just doesn't account for the fact that they apparently They're don't even care if there's evidence. Yeah. Like, I have evidence. No, you don't. Oh, I guess he doesn't. You have evidence? Oh, cool. Well, I don't like you. Hey, don't worry, man. Just go in there and drop my name. I got you. <laughs> yeah, Conchu sent me. What? Hey, yo, oh, this fucking this bird shit, son of a bitch. <laughs> this fucking stabby motherfucker. Yeah, he rolls in there and says Khonshu, and it, he gets like the Guardians of the Galaxy, like Star Lord, yeah. Star Lord reaction. Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Khonshu! Does everyone start making bird jokes at him? Yeah, they all call him a fucking pigeon. <laughs> She's all like, ah, right. that. We're the dude. other avatars. We are entirely pointless. We're here because they couldn't afford a CG budget to make the other gods. <laughs> yeah, like, 
the whole concept of introducing the other avatars is entirely pointless in this story, except for one setup at the end. Well, yeah. You know, they could have, like, again, like, an, an effective kind of thing with the statues, kind of like with Shazam. You know what I mean? Like, something like that, where it shows all, like, the different, like, um... Yeah, the different yeah, thrones. Like all the different go- yeah, exactly. Something like that, I think, is still effective without having to show all of them. Um, yeah, at but, least somewhat for storytelling purposes, right? Yeah, but within within Shazam, it was like it was like, hey, here are the chairs. That's a neat thing if you notice it, but it doesn't really affect the story. This is the other gods have power and presence in the world, and they're like, oh, Amit's coming back. Eh. Right, right. No, that's a good point. Yeah, they're here. They're here to basically be dicks and get jobbed. Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, no. This, I know the point of this is them is discussing this with them, so it kind of, yeah, it's not the same for sure. But I always like that seeing that hall, uh, you know, in the Shazam stuff, whatever that. No, hall no, is called. It, yeah, acknowledgments of pantheons and like the worlds of the pantheons is usually cool. It's just that in the case of this example they make it seem kind of shitty and pointless in their own story yeah mm-hmm. i also really love how with like these other avatars they're all just like yeah we're cool we're just doing this and then mark is just insanely uncomfortable every time it happens yeah <laughs> well it's also um it's a real bad case of uh aside from the lady who is controlled by Past, I think. Um, a whole bunch of, oh my god, some guy. Yeah. Oh my god, a banker. Like, the scene could have... Also, the way the scene is shot makes it seem cheaper than I think it actually is. But they're just, like, peeking around statues unnecessarily or too many close-ups so you can't really enjoy what they're doing or saying. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been done better. Yeah, like there's like there's no theatricality to this scene. This is basically an office visit that yeah, just happens to involve the Egyptian pantheon. It's just shot <laughs> reverse shot in a sandy in a sandy fucking pit. Yeah. But yeah, no, this is the worst part of this episode to me. It's like you're trying to rec- rec- to rep to bring back Ahmet. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, why would I be trying I mean, to do if that? They were gonna, if they were gonna be make a cool sneaky reference to uh, Apocalypse, this would have been the time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this would have been the time. This this is basically the same set that that he was in in that X Men film. <laughs> yeah, you, you see a crumble. You see a crumbled statue of Ivan Ooze like shuffled into a corner. Yeah, I think I think Oscar Isaac's contract for being part of Moot Knight involved do not mention Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I also did they have the rights when they were making the show? Uh, the rights to what? They, Apocalypse. By the time it aired, by the time uh, yes, it aired, no, by the time it the, aired, but like production, maybe not. Like the Fox log, the Fox merger had been completed in 2019 or 2020, so I guess it's okay. possible they had so, yeah. started shooting. But it's also possible they might have not, they have conceived it before. But no, I just hate this whole scene. It's like, you have this, you have the statue of, um, you, you have the, <laughs> you have the staff of Ahmet and you. No, I don't. Yes, you do. It's right yeah. there. No, I, I don't. It's also, 
yeah, this entire thing is also like, hey, this guy is fucking out here trying to raise Amit. He has the goddamn scarab to do shit. He is doing all the other shit. And then he just walks in. And it's like, yeah, this guy's crazy. Like, that was literally his entire thing. It was, right. it was, hey, are you doing this? No, this guy has mental health issues. And then everyone's like, all right, you're free to go. Yeah. And then so when we get to the end where Ahmed kills all the other avatars, you're like, curse their sudden and obvious betrayal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Anyway. Yeah. So like this. They should have worked a little harder to make like maybe Harrow had some way of manipulating because it doesn't seem like Monero's even like hiding anything from the gods or manipulating the gods in any way. He's just. He's just stating things, and the gods are like, and the other gods are like, yeah, this tracks. <laughs> like, if if Dead was writing these gods for a and d campaign, he apparently gave them all perceptions below av- human average. Yeah, every stat's a 25 and wisdom's a 7. Y'all motherfuckers are gods. Look into this fucking man. Like, the, the, the problem seems to just be, like, are these gods, like, can they literally not see anything? He literally has a magic tattoo oh. of Amit on his goddamn wrist. I mean, it could also speak to the fact that, uh, you know, gods aren't always the wise people that people think they, they can depend on either, right? Oh, I mean, no. There's God, a lot of... God's, but, like, yeah. that's fine, but that doesn't seem to be the argument they're making here. Like, no. The argument but, was that they see things and they just don't care. That would be one thing. Yeah, Whereas if, the argument here appears to be, eh, like, we're not going to bother to investigate this. It's yeah. not like Amit yeah, was literally our boogeyman. Yeah, the, argu- right? the argument like, here is a guy walks in and says, hey, this man's trying to resurrect fucking Alligator Hitler. And then and then, and then Alligator Hitler's fucking top champ goes in and goes, this guy is DID. And they're all like, oh, okay, never mind then. You're free to go. I none of that, none of that was a counter. Yeah, none of that was a counter. None of that was Harrow like pulling tricks or some shit. Right. I still think there's a, you know, there's a bit of, like, you know, why do we have to deal with these mortal fucking issues, like, fuck off, like, kind of shit here. Yeah, and, but like. that's not the way they play the scene. They play the scene like, oh, well, Ahmet coming back would be an issue we care about, because it right. fucks with our whole system. Yeah. We're just not going to even bother to investigate it at all. <laughs> Or we are literally so blind to our surroundings, we don't see anything at all. Yeah. That's an impressive uh, tea pouring thing. Yeah. It's a neat little apparatus. Is that a doggy bag of wine? Yeah. Or uh, or tea, possibly. Yeah, tea, wine, and, whatever the fuck that dude was pouring. Yeah. And this is uh, and the relationship between these two is another one of parts of this 
part of the series I don't like much because it's another one of those just fucking tell her. Yeah, like tell her. <laughs> that's a problem with the superhero medium as a whole and not just the yeah. show. It's hey, t- tell anybody anything. Like, like we always point out the specific examples where, oh no, there was no reason to hide it, so they didn't, and that's good. And sometimes there is reason to hide it. There is no good reason to hide it here. <laughs> so it just creates like what so with the two points of conflict they have are A, he disappeared. She knows he has DID. Just say that. Uh two, she doesn't know what happened to her her father. Her father died because people other than him got him killed. He just happened to be there. Yes, but because this is a superhero thing, it's it's his fault. It's it. It's interesting you bring that up, though, because it was really refreshing uh, to read recently uh, in the Tom Taylor Nightwing series. They referenced this fact because uh, Nightwing's uh, identity was revealed um, to Blockbuster in Bloodhaven. And as a result, Babs and him who are dating, she he turned to Babs and he was just like, oh, it's like my identity has been revealed. Like, you're in danger now. Like, this is terrible. And she just laughed in his face. It's just like, this is not a big <laughs> Oh, we deal with yeah, this shit. Yeah, it's like, bitch, time. I was shot by the Joker. But you know yeah. how refreshing it was to actually see that? Because him saying well, that yeah, in the I, setup well, was... I know, was, it's just that's... Just, open that's communication. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was just like Barbara reaction. Gordon of all people. Yeah. Daughter of Commissioner Gordon. Uh, member of the Bat family. And Nightwing's like, oh, I'm sorry. Because of me specifically, you are in more danger. Your life's ruined. Yeah. Like, and she's like, really? Like, I'm she's surprised like, she didn't bruh. slap him. <laughs> but but the setup that they, they, they obviously Taylor set it up that way because the expectations of the regular comic reader would be like, oh, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, yeah. that's what was so great about the moment. Right. Like, it's just like, yeah. you know. I, I wish we got more of that Tom Taylor and not the one who occasionally does stupid shit in his other comics. Like, <laughs> well, his Nightwing's great. I'm really loving it. Yeah, no, his Nightwing's fine. Um, his uh, Superman Son of Kal-El sucked. Uh, I can say sucked past tense now because it has been cancelled. But They're rebooting it, though. I don't care. No, I know. I didn't love the book either. I didn't love the book either. I'm just saying they, that is they're restarting it. It got cancelled just to get restarted, essentially. So. Yeah. I know it's amusing watching this scene, but despite the fact that they were married, um, she has better chemistry with his uh, fake British oh, yes. accent than with him. Yeah. yeah, they also, like, they feel like strangers. They feel like almost yeah. zero chemistry between Mark yeah. and her. Absolutely. I think it's one of the... Uh, like Again, and I said this last episode... I don't find her that memorable, this character, to be honest with you. I don't feel that she makes a great impression like, on us. Like, well, as the viewers, problem is, until, no, like, literally so the much last other shit ep- going on. Well, yeah, yes, but I think the bigger problem with her is that literally until the last episode, the cliched shit we hate is all that's there to her. Like, she's mad she doesn't know about what happened to her father. She's mad she ghosted her. That's it. Until the last one where she makes a deal with the hippo god and becomes... A non-hippo based hero. Yeah. But I think I I think the chemistry not being there adds to the fact that she isn't as memorable for me because I don't feel like she's there's a lasting impression other than like I'm pissed off at you, like when she shows up. Like that's that's all 
It's not either actor's fault either, because she seems like a fine actress. It's just something about the way these two are written is just deliberately unengaging. <laughs> well, Mark as a character is kind of the yeah, least Mark's interesting. The Mark is the least interesting aspect of Moon Knight. Yeah. And not like just in this, but like in all things. <laughs> yeah, because he's soldier boy. He's soldier man. He is. I am. I go do military and have a gun. Yeah. That's why the most interesting version I've run across recently of uh, Hal Jordan is where he was controlled by Parallax. So uh, <laughs> Green Arrow had to kill him. Uh. Watch um, Green Lantern Beware My Power. It's actually pretty good. A little darker than I was expecting, but I guess uh, since they're going with the original 70s version of Hal, of John Stewart, it kind of had to be. I can tell white man in Egypt. Yeah. Hey, I watched The Mummy recently. This is not the worst example of white man in Egypt. <laughs> no, it isn't, but it is the only one with LED pyramids for himself. <laughs> well, yeah, so that's just rich white people. That's, that's, that's just rich white people that's shit. Rich, yeah, that's yeah, rich white people yeah. shit, not specifically white people shit. That's Nicholas Cage's. That's Nicholas Cage's mausoleum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if he took his if he took his jacket off, he's got uh, Ghost Rider tattoos all over his back, like Nicholas Cage. <laughs> and then up his army just says Chinese characters. Yeah, it's like this says hope. His, his son's name is Kal-El. <laughs> I love how mistrusting he is of this guy, like, right away. He's just Absolutely. Like, like, you know, why, like, why would you not mistrust No, I know. Him? But that's what's funny about yeah, it. He's even, like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Even if that dude didn't definitely want to fuck Layla. <laughs> you know, some guy just comes out of nowhere. Listen, I need to inspect everything here. <laughs> Let me do my thing, okay? Trust me. Yeah. Don't worry, person I've never met before. You can trust me, a man who definitely knows about Egypt. Yeah. I also love that conversation where Layla's like, hey, uh, Stephen kind of seemed to know Egypt stuff. You don't. Can we get Stephen? No, we can't get Stephen. She leaves. Okay, Stephen, how do I do this? No, fuck you. Let me out. (laughs) Stephen, please. Stephen, please, I need this. Yay, Steven. Uh, like, even with the redemption episode, I would still think Steve would be like, no, fuck you, Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and because Steven's a nice guy, he teaches, he helps you without you paying attention. Oh, whoops, gotta desecrate some uh, important stuff. Hell yeah, let's fold ancient Egyptian relics. <laughs> like... Oh, Lord, these... I'm going to make a sailboat. Yeah. <laughs> trying, to get, <laughs> trying to get any kind that's of authority always, that's back. Always humiliating when, that's always humiliating when you do the actual uh, weapon disarm and then you just have to give it back to the guy anyway. Yeah, but it's this is also demoralizing for him of just having to go back to trying to be threatening. Yeah. Like he disarmed him in a second. And now he's like, 
And now he's like, yeah, I got it. I folded some fabric. Ain't that neat, buddy? Good Lord, all these white dudes in Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) It's the truth. God damn it. You've killed people already. I, uh... <laughs> why the, why oh lord I was holding a gun near your father and he died I'm horrible Hey, there's that Ahmet statue you didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> like he is he is technically an avatar, isn't he? Of Ahmet? Not, not yet, because because Ahmet's not been released yet. He can't become an avatar until Ahmet's fully released. But he still has fucking real dick loads of Ahmet magic. Yes. And they can't none see of the, it. and none of those fucking gods could smell it on him. Nope. It's like, huh, this smells of crawdads and gumbo. It must be the alligator god. Oh no, you've sundered my relics. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> sundered. The, the <laughs> rich white guy's like, <laughs> like, I don't normally, do, I would not normally agree with the rich white guy, but he's like, my ancient relics. Yeah, those were priceless. I also loved like I also like his thing of like this is but a taste of the godly power I offer, and it's he melted some rock. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. How the yeah. cape like with the moon. Yeah, the, cool, the cape is sick. Yeah, the cape is really cool. And I I believe I mentioned this last time, but I'm pretty sure the way like they handled uh the suit was they made a practical suit and then did a CG cape. Yeah, well, that's what they often do. Like the it is a, like they've been doing that since the Spawn movie. Yeah, I think we made a, we made a bunch of Spawn jokes last time too. Yeah. It did, yeah. But like, my point is always like, what do they do with the CG cape? Is it worth mentioning or not worth mentioning? Because like, as an example of when it's not worth mentioning, like a uh, man of uh, Superman's cape in Man of Steel is CG, but that's pointless. I also like, love the dude about- grabs the cape. Mm-hmm. How about what they did though with like uh you know like Doctor Strange's cape, let's say, and they Marvel. Well that films, again that, that was a, pretty that cool. cape's a character. Yeah, that cape's a yeah, side. But that's but that's what I liked about that, is what I'm saying. I mean, if you want to talk about good uses of a cape, I guess that is an honor person, you could say that for sure, but <laughs> but yeah, no, that's different for sure. I like a good cape though. I mean, they're pretty useless for the most part, so when they make good use of them, I think it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
If, I mean, like, that's why I was saying, if it's CG anyway, at least do weird, cool stuff with it. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Yeah, make it impossible. Ah, there we go, yes. Speaking of awesome costumes. Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Knight is great. <laughs> it's a, oh, this ain't right. It's a spectacular <laughs> design. Ow, bitch. <laughs> Just immediate. <laughs> All right, I've had enough. <laughs> Just, oh, I regret everything. Please stop. Would you stop stabbing me? <laughs> You're going to run out of spears before I run out of bird magic. I do not know when, but I am not super happy about all of these superhero things where everyone murders. I know yeah. Moon Knight is a guy who is very much. I know, I know yeah. Moon Knight has long been a guy whose whole thing is I stab motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, but my point, but, but your point then is uh, the heroes who are like actually violent and dangerous are often pretty easily distinguishable from most of them because of their murderous methods. Yeah. Like, no one would mistake the Punisher for Captain America in most cases. Yeah. And that's one of the examples where both do kill, but they're still, like, their methods are so distinctly different that no one would confuse the way Steve might kill someone to, it's, oh, the Punisher's definitely going to kill someone. Well, yeah. yeah. And, then, a, and then you have, like, fucking, and you have fucking Greg Berlanti running the Flash, and it's like, all right, we have seven people, all those super geniuses. They've microwaved so many people. <laughs> it's 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 interesting because it's a fine line now for them to even uh, make somebody like this so um, violent and open to killing people, though, because a lot of the times they would really lean into the fact that uh, in the comics that it's because, like, these are mentally ill characters, like, a lot of the time, right? Like, so, like, for now, for them to address this kind of stuff and, and still have them to act out this way... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 uh it's interesting that they they're still going there somewhat. Yeah. Mentioning mentioning another superhero show, uh Stargirl actually. It did it did a weird thing of trying to have it both ways where two characters arcs. One of them was a one of them was a guy who was like ready to kill Grundy, got to the end and was like, "Oh, I can't kill Grundy because he's just a fucking dog basically." Other person, super religious, ends up slitting a man's throat and then fucking is traumatized by that for the entire for the entire second season. And then at the end of that episode, a kid shattered a man with a car and then made a joke about it. And then everyone was like, ha ha ha, we won. This is super fucking weird. <laughs> where, where, they, where they tried to do the thing of, hey, these, hey, these two superheroes aren't violent murderers, but they're teenagers. And the emotions got the better of them with these amazing powers they have. Right. And then they had a 10-year-old run a man over with a truck and it's like, but up, up, but up, up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then in season three, they had him be a bit upset about it for one scene before he went back to joking and using the fucking use the fucking Thunderbolt pen as a goddamn Looney Tune character. Yeah, it's a hard balance. I mean, it's, you know, like I said, I was I was reminded by also the fact that like when you put superheroes in situations where they're, you know, they're trying to fight actual world problems like 
pollution or something like that, right? Like it's hard to kind of <laughs> these motherfucking archaeologists. They are just tearing up ancient goddamn fabric and duct taping it together. <laughs> Fucking Christ. What was the genesis of archaeologists from weird old dude in safari hat to Lara Croft? Oops. No, I know I know that was the I know that was the genesis of the Lara Croft character, but I mean like going like there had to be steps in between. It couldn't just be it couldn't just be it was hurry, I am here to study the ancient Egyptians and bring it back to the Royal British Museum to I have two guns and booty shorts. There well, had to be steps um, in between. Indiana Jones, the film. Yeah, Indiana Jones, but also <laughs> a lot of pulp characters from before, like before like modern comics, kind of tie into that. Like, not specifically the attractive, like hot woman in suggestive clothing being an archaeologist, but La like okay, the my my main my sticking point was not her being hot or a woman. That had nothing to do with it. It was the fact that she murders everyone. Oh. She runs. See, yeah, she, like, she runs in, guns blazing, destroys things, grabs one artifact, and goes mission accomplished, and leaves. No, that's just modern action trends, particularly in the nineties. Like, I mean, you could argue the same thing with Indiana Jones, just eighties. So, yeah, it's just, like, yeah, I, he got those one artifacts out of that ancient temple and destroyed the temple completely. Yep. I'm sure the Indian people are totally fine with that. And then we took their artifact and locked it in a vault in the middle of America. I mean, like, Birdie's saying, like, a lot of the pulp stuff that predated what, like, even, like, the Indiana Jones stuff is, like, you know, like, Doc Savage and stuff like that, like, adventurer type stuff. Like, uh -huh. that, that's, you know, but I would I think, like, I would like to see the first. Doc Savage is pretty old. That's, like, yeah, I, I know, I know Doc yeah. Savage is pretty old and, like, all those, like, serials and stuff, like, painting, you know, fucking, like, yeah, paint, I, like painting these archaeologists as, like, brave heroes. V fending off against the wilderness and I going into the these like, dark countries of the might world. Be Al like, in terms of like modern perspective, I think the oldest might be Alan Quartermain. With like King Solomon's mines and all that. Because that's the right level of racist, it's the right level of destructive. Uh... It's the right level of talking down to the cultures they're stealing from. Yeah, well, I mean, literally in the book King Solomon's Minds, uh, Alan Quartermain goes, "Me, white god, me wield white power over you." <laughs> Holy shit! No, no one reads King Solomon's Minds at this point to, uh, you know, to experience a right feel-good story of history. Yeah, they read it. They read it to go, "Wow, this is fucked." We make a YouTube yeah. essay about it. Yeah, it's like if you watch the original King Kong versus Godzilla, and you're like, "Ooh, this is a thing."
the very obvious not being actually night for these characters is a bit distracting, but this scene is still mm-hmm. cool as hell. Yeah, yeah, this is this is where they like most play up the weird insanity of the uh concept of Egyptian gods being real. Yeah. Yeah, visually it's a pretty cool scene. Yeah, some yeah, back in New York the Kane twins are just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. The rest of the world's like, holy shit, the fuck? <laughs> Oh God! It's the space! It's the space grimace again. <laughs> I can't! I can't vacuum my mother out of the carpet for a third time. Stop it! <laughs> Fucking that goddamn face! Looks like a dude driving by like a car wash and was like, "Huh? Should I go in?" No, uh, kind of you did. Yeah. And they did, because all of you people suck. Yeah, I like how he still follows him around judging him, though. Absolutely. <laughs> you can't be Just a... disapprovingly, you... like, nodding his head. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such an abuse of power. <laughs> oh, well, he just drives off. Yeah. But this, uh, I guess this is another thing from this episode. The only reason I can think why Harrow didn't kill um, Mark in this episode is because Khonshu would have kept him alive. Yeah, I guess. Because, like, like, that's a problem, like, I had in episode two, episode three, episode four. It's like, why didn't Harrow just kill Mark? Because... There's no one who could stop him. Well, what do you have? He would have known, right? Because he did. Because, like, didn't. Wasn't he there when Mark fucking yeeted himself out of a goddamn window and then he stitched himself back together? Yeah, and that's why I was saying I think that can be the only reason why he didn't just kill Mark initially was that he was like, Khonshu will heal him. Or. He's a massive dick, and is like, yeah, but and, and is like, hey, like, is like, hey, I want to make con, I want to make Conchu piss his little bird pants, so I'm going to take his avatar. I guess, but like, why the fuck is he here? Why did you call him here, you fucking useless piece of shit? <laughs> because they're idiots. Like, like throughout this entire episode. It just seeing it again just reinforces no, the avatars are idiots, they deserve to die. Well, that is the avatars, the gods too. They're all fucking idiots. Yeah. And now he immediately pulls out his Ahmet statue uh, staff. It's like Ha ha. Yeah. I win, fuck boy. <laughs> it's like in this entire show there is one god who seems like a decent person. Just like in Greek, just like in Greek shit, how there's like, how like they're all they're all varying levels of shit heal, and then there's just like one dude in the corner who's just like, "Hi, I make things," and everyone hates him. <laughs> I 
I just played a game based around Greek mythology, and man, Hephaestus got done dirty. Oh no. Hephaestus is easily one of the gods most fucked over, because he's not one of the pretty ones. Yeah, that's the thing. In the, in the game I played, he's fine. He's not even ugly. He's just a guy. Yeah, well, that well, that's the thing. Most of the Greek gods and goddesses are what would be considered like a 9 or a 10 on the human beauty scale thing. Hephaestus is at most a 7. And that's... <laughs> and that is inexcusable. Yeah. It's like, oh god, I can't believe I gave birth to that thing. It's like, I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> anyway, that was episode 3. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, good stuff in it, but like this. Now that the story's in motion, now they have to focus. Now I'm stuck focusing on the story parts that just do not work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once we get past this middle part, it's the stuff I really like. The last two episodes are probably my favorite. Agreed. But now, like looking at it this way, because we're actually rewatching it and kind of, you know, as a result, critiquing it somewhat. In only a six-episode season, it's 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 hard to say. Like it was as great as I thought upon the first watch, only because half of it's just okay. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I I I I because if you look at it th- through that perspective, it's it's just all right. Like it's not like amazing, right? Not that I I, I thought it was amazing, but I thought it was one of my more my my favorite uh, Marvel shows when this first came out, right? But like looking at it now, we're already at the halfway point. I thought it's okay, but it's not like. But the second half is strong. I agree. The second half is very strong. Yeah, it seems to be kind of flipping on what a lot of Marvel shows have done, where they'll have strong openings and they just kind of taper off. Yeah, that but, is yeah, true. AK, AK, it's not. It's not got the Netflix problem. Yeah, or I actually well, Disney Plus also. Yeah, and speaking of which, God, I am not particularly excited that to hear that Daredevil Born Again is going to be five or six episodes longer than a Netflix season of Daredevil. <laughs> anyway, that was episode three. We'll be back in a bit with episode four. And we are back with episode four. I'm awake. It's definitely <laughs> recorded on the same day. I know. I both of those things not... are suspect. <laughs> <laughs> I regretted not getting coffee, but here I am. <laughs> and I have a D and D game to run after this. Ooh. <laughs> what happens? Uh, are you running the game? Because what happens if the the dungeon master there falls asleep? <laughs> uh, I, think, <laughs> I think the session gets called. <laughs> but anyway, yes, we're back at episode four, the tomb. Uh, we have paused right after the recap ends, so it's Ethan Hawke gloating, I guess. Or hard, hard cuts to black, and that's where we're paused. Are y'all ready? Yeah, I'm good to go. Birdie? Dead? No, I said yes. Oh, I didn't hear you. I talked, I talked over yeah. you. <laughs> awesome. In five, four, three, two... One, go. Aziz, light. But you're both tired. I thought y'all would appreciate the low light. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm trying to stay awake. Mm. He's being so careful with it. 
Yeah. <laughs> probably some probably one of the cast got to bring that home with them after the show was done shooting. Got to bring it home or one of the cast stole it after shooting? <laughs> probably the latter. Yeah. Yeah, this dude just releases a Twitter video like 5 years later of him just carrying it down out of his bathroom. <laughs> Ever so, so slightly tragic, I guess, but it's more just tragic stupidity. I don't think it's supposed to be tragic. I think it's just supposed to be like, hey, look. There are other people here. What if we come back and do something with this later, huh? Which they don't. They don't. <laughs> well, yet. Mm. It hasn't been that long since this show came out. Have you guys watched yeah. Werewolf by Night yet? Yes. It's Was very it good? good. Well, okay, I, I gotta it. watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, Ted is my favorite character. Okay. So it's just one. It's always just one character with a very normal name who we just latch onto, like Ted, Dave, Dan. No, it was Dan. So, I mean, in this case, Ted is not a normal character. It's just Ted is my favorite character. I didn't say normal right. character. I said normal name. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. I, I finished She-Hulk though. Yeah, that was bonkers. <laughs> I loved it. I, I actually thought it was great. I was. Uh, Everyone's complaining. It's like, oh no, they did the exact thing the comics always do. You know, I would argue that I feel like they actually didn't overdo the fourth uh, wall breaking until really until no, the I don't end think where it like got like my it, problem really, with the show was never the fourth wall breaking stuff. It was just um, I don't think the parts where they weren't there were parts where it was not as funny as others. Such an engaging sure. show we're watching right now. I know. <laughs> well, the problem is she's fighting hired goons. Yeah. And I don't really care about her personally. I made a cow. It's just still a Marvel show we're talking about. <laughs> I thought that was fair game. Also, well, I... actually, no, actually, uh, I just remember She-Hulk pointed out the difference. So these guys are henchmen, not goons. Goons are just in it for the paycheck. Henchmen are committed to the cause. Yeah, these guys are ride or die. <laughs> well, that's why in the Simpsons joke, they had to clarify Goons, hired goons. Because <laughs> there's goons and then there's hired goons. <laughs> I also, how the fuck did she lose them? She was in an open field and they had lights on her. Like, genuinely. Oh, now she lost them. Oh, no, a flare. Why? <laughs> what was your plan, lady? Pull did, them did away. Specter not have a gun in that car. <laughs> I find that kind of hard to believe. You know, honey, you could, you could. There's no reason you could not have done that without alerting their attention. <laughs> she already had alerted their attention because they rolled up on her with lights on and said, "Hey, I saw people." They knew she was there the entire time. But yeah, but they lost track of her. They didn't see her until she lit the flare and drew their attention. So she could have just lit that flare and threw it without having to do the weird, come get me. Haha, I'm not there. No, that was because Mark Spector, because Mark slash Steven was unconscious on the ground. They were pointing a machine gun at him.
I'm wearing the big boy pants now. <laughs> yep. I'm also sick of Mark. Well, me too, but like I'm, he, he is also sick of Mark. <laughs> yes, make this about you. <laughs> Again. Scenes like this involve the two worst parts of the show for me. Christ. Boy, writers really never get sick of that joke, do they? Never. <laughs> it's just everything's gonna continue exactly as it is right now. All right. Yep. Nothing will undercut the line I'm currently saying. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know if you guys could tell, but I think we're in Egypt. Just that just every time anything Egypt, it's just this vocal. <laughs> well, at least at least we're not in Cairo, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. I was reading American Gods a while back and one of the places the main character goes to meet the old gods is Cairo, Wisconsin. Yeah. I need to actually read that book. You should. I'm currently reading the Earthsea books because Ursula K. Le Guin was a badass. Yeah. I'm currently reading the uh, Eisenhorn trilogy. Which is a Dan Abnett 40K books. Oh, the Warhammer stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've heard good things about those. Have you... Did you... Um, What's-his-name did some Marvel comics for Warhammer, too? Karen Gillan. Did you read any of those? I did not. Okay. Did not know those happened. Yeah, I think he did two miniseries or something like a year or two ago for them, and I then he just stopped putting them out, so I don't know if it just not popular or they just that's all they had intended to do I'm not sure <laughs> I'm totally as a proficient at fighting as you absolutely it's muscle memory <laughs> I love that he's getting jealous with him his own self. Like, yeah, no, I, I hate I hate that this is the only like there are only two things they've thought of to do with her character. Right. They love triangle with the same person. And well, the other thing we're gonna learn about today, 
which is really not as interesting as it is they think it is. Yeah, and even this, when I said I love, I just, I, I didn't, I don't really love it. I just felt like saying, like, I just, I think it's funny that, that they're actually going there with yeah. that, of course. The, the one time he's actually showing any sort of emotion through this, because he's Mark Spector, is that he's getting angry at his, himself, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's getting angry at the other person living in his head. Yeah. Because, of course... Congratulations for cock blocking yourself, dude. And again, I think that adds to the fact of why, why what I said last episode is that I don't necessarily think she's doing a bad job whatsoever. I just don't think they're giving her enough to kind of. No, her her character's entirely reactive, which is a problem. Yeah. Got to keep getting those shots of her being near his dick. Yeah. It'd be like if they wrote a Zatanna movie and it was only about everyone forcing her to do uh, here uh, identity crisis. <laughs> oh, that looks uncomfortable. <laughs> just... What gave you that impression? <laughs> her eyes are just so tight. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, he's looking to her like he's like, He's not even looking at her, he's, or like, you know, the like closed eyes kissing thing. It's just like, I guess you're in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just go forward and hope for the best. Yeah, so it's not so much kissing as is like, her face is over there somewhere. <laughs> it's like about Hell- right. It's like in Hellraiser when that dude just makes out with that lady's chin. I watched Hellraiser for the first time last night. The first one? Yep, the original. You've never seen the original? I never it's, saw the original uh, Hellraiser. It's okay. Oh, wow. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like the first two, maybe three are decent, and then after that it goes off the rails. No, no, CD Razor sucks. Do not say the third movie's a good movie. Yeah, CD Head. <laughs> That's why I said I said two or three. I couldn't remember where the cutoff is. I know the second one for sure is good. That's I couldn't remember if the third one was or not. The third one is where Clive Barker fucked right the fuck off. So no one cared after that. <laughs> okay, then uh, then I'll I'll uh, I'll go with that. Then it's the first two. <laughs> I'd be thrilled. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Ah, okay, love. Oh, what's this then? What's all this then? He would have loved me desecrating these ancient relics with my dumb bullshit. Yeah. Is it still tomb raiding if the person derating the tomb's Egyptian? I mean, technically. Because, <laughs> like, if you rob a grave in America, it's still grave robbing, even if you are American. It's just slightly less problematic because 
because the British dude there's is no all, racist. The, yeah, because the yeah, British there's no racist colonialism. Yeah, the British dude's only there as a sidekick. Yeah, I need to watch a good horror movie this month. <laughs> just, I mean, I watched The Cursed, which is a really good werewolf movie, but I watched a really bad one that I hated last week called Barbarian. So I need to cleanse that sometime soon. Have you watched the new Hellraiser? Uh, no, I haven't I watched, watched any Hellraiser post two. Okay. Actually, no, I, 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 let me rephrase that. I tried to watch three and gave up. Mm. Uh, oh, I've seen them all. I've seen the new one. It wasn't bad. I liked it. I, I think, think based on the reviews I've heard, like, it's not better than two. There's no way it's better than two. No, I said be- better than most of the sequels, which is everything okay. after that. <laughs> so I think it's it's definitely probably now in the in the past the first two. So it's, so it's, it's like it's like how. It's like how people, when Prey came out, like, oh, this is kind of by default the second best Predator movie. So this is like the by default third best Hellraiser movie. Yeah, most likely. I, out of that's, 10. Yeah, there, a lot of franchises are doing that now. They've done it now with Halloween, and they did it like with a lot of those where they're like, we're not counting anything past this. You know what I mean? Like, we're just going to focus on the original and build off of that, right? Well, that's more of a problem for me with Halloween because I actually like Halloween 2 and Halloween 3. Even if Halloween 3 has nothing to do with Michael Myers, which, granted, a lot of the Halloween movies that have him in it don't have a lot to do with Michael Myers. <laughs> Season of the Witch was was good for what it was, I agree. It was it was fine, uh, a fine film. But, I, yeah, it, the fact that it was such a weird departure. It's kind of like when we talked about uh, the second film of Nightmare on Elm Street. Th- or did we talk about that here, or the third one? We talked about Dream We talked about the third one. Yes. So the second one is the weird departure <laughs> from the first one. <laughs> Dad, has this, has this riff just turned into the movies podcast? It's just turned into the movies podcast. I was trying to think of anything to say about what just happened. It was just a bunch of fucking bullshit explaining it's a maze no it isn't it's six paths we know exactly which one to take exactly that's why we talked about uh, <laughs> horror movies and, and then y'all just like yeah fucking hellraiser i guess believe me it was just a bunch no of, i mean uh, i have nothing a, i haven't Egyptian seen the new hellraiser talk. and people have more <laughs> seems to mostly like it but i've just i have not seen it i just know that after Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, when a, a, a Cenobite was formed out of CDs and uh, computer and uh, 90s j- janky TV cameras, uh, I was out at that point. And by all indications, it got worse because it started by going into space and then it got worse from there. I also love that this fucking... They, they walked into this goddamn room with fucking blood and viscera and a massive pile leading into nowhere and they're like ooh things in the wall well i mean that's pretty typical of most um found footage horror movies now <laughs> fucking god did you hear did you hear about the youtube streaming found footage movie no yeah it's a horror it's a horror comedy movie about a youtube streamer who's trying to stick it out all night in a haunted house while live streaming the whole night. And at all points in the movie, whenever he finds something, he has to interact with his uh, streamers, 
the whole time while he's doing it. So sometimes that gives him information that's helpful. Other times they're like, dude, you have to go in that room no matter how scary it is. Otherwise, I'm, I'm unsubscribing. Ha! Huh, what the this fuck called? ancient texts are they talking about? I don't know. The random stuff on the wall. Is that an ancient text? Isn't that just a wall? Well, I mean, hieroglyphics for the Egyptians were text. No, I know so. that, but when someone says texts as a plural, it technically refers to documents and not walls. Like, like when well, someone says, yeah, like when someone like, says ancient texts, like, like talking about like you know, like pre, pre like Cro-Magnon stuff, they don't go, oh, the ancient texts, and then point to cave paintings. You know what I mean? So would you have preferred writings? Would that have been more appropriate? Yeah, if that's what they meant. But it's also entirely possible that he meant literally he just had some fucking ancient books that he got at the museum um, that, that he read all this shit in. And then it's like, yeah, fucking Amit's trapped in a goddamn statue in the fucking hell dimension or whatever. Yeah. Well, now, granted, this is one of the few scenes from this episode I like because it's freaky as fuck. Yeah. Where this mummy is just full on <laughs> dissecting this poor fucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, damn it. Ribs are in the way again. Gotta get the gotta get the nutcracker. Yeah, and this is entirely because of like rating stuff. But I like that it's not showing everything. Yeah, but you can hear everything. Yeah, you can hear everything. That, that's the fucking money. That's that's the tech. <laughs> And unfortunately, he can also hear everything. Yeah. Oh, and it's a clicker, too. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> is it using echolocation? Apparently. Because I'm pretty sure those sounds are the sounds, like, people who use echolocation, like, really. <laughs> well, that's fucking creepy. This is great. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty cool. They need to do more mummy stuff. <laughs> or just more like actual horror stuff. I was yeah. about to say, they really got to build up I the think, I think that's um, of Marvel now. I think that's why, I, like, aside from this bit, most of the middle, it doesn't have a strong identity. The first half is kind of very horror, mystery-aimed, and the, the the last third, the last two episodes are very, like, psychological and... Trippy in a yeah. lot of ways. The middle doesn't really have an identity. That's why I kind of don't like these two middle episodes much. Well, the identity is like kind of classic adventure with supernatural stuff, but not done very well. Well, the, yeah, that's the, my problem is like, it's not like, again, speaking of the Brendan Fraser mummy, it's not fun like that movie is, but it's not legitimately scary enough at the time to replace the fun. Yeah. So it kind of falls into the same realm as that, like, Tom Cruise mummy movie. <laughs> Not quite that bad, but... It would have been great if they released one of these episodes as with where the cut, they just fucked up and then put in all the right sound effects. Just like the fucking Tom Cruise mummy movie. Yep. Because, yeah, this entire thing 
it's about as exciting as a like uncharted uh fucking as like an uncharted uh platforming sequence yeah. because those are just uh it's yeah those are just those are basically just cutscenes that you hold a stick during yeah it's basically just it's basically the same as a as a uncharted cutscene sequence where you can't really fail unless you do something that's out of sequence and as such it makes it hard to like anything oh that was creepy <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that yeah Where's the hand? Talk to the hand. Whoa, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he only tried to grab me when I finished the when I finished the perilous climb. Thank God he apparently managed to find the one spot where he can't. Nope, never mind. There it is. Yep. <laughs> okay, the second time made it kind of funny. Very funny, because like. What did, what happened? Now that's more like the Brendan Fraser mummy. <laughs> yeah, that is. But like, just any supernatural being, just Stab punch it hard enough, you Stab win. Stab her with the stump. <laughs> Ow! I always love when someone gets a chance to stab someone with their stump. Yeah, because it's... Yeah, well, that's bone. It'll go right through her. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also just a creepy concept. You're stabbing someone with sure. your own arm. <laughs> it's fucking judo chop. There we go. See, that oh, was it. Holy okay. shit, you suck, lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she really failed. Like, if that was a QTE, she failed. She failed bad. She just managed to save herself on the second one. <laughs> How did that even happen? I am not entirely sure. <laughs> like she knew she was at the edge. She was literally she was literally hammering her fucking head over the edge. Yeah. Like my understanding of what I thought happened was like she like rolled enough with to force her weight under him to make him go over, but not herself. But somehow she took them both over. But she rolled over then completely enough to grab the thing before falling. So I don't know how that happened. Yeah, she did a she yeah. did a full roll rolling him into nothing that she knew was there. It's like did she just forget like the just the ring awareness wasn't there? Uh huh. given some of the stuff this character does, I can believe it. The most evil thing to find in an Egyptian tomb. A white guy. A white man, yeah. Well, there's only something there's one thing worse, and we learn he is one of these things later, uh, dead. <laughs> a white guy with a gun. <laughs> Is this the time, Mark? This whole episode, I keep asking that question. Are we doing this right now? <laughs> we have more important things happening, Mark. <laughs> I also love Steven. Like, this very tense situation. He's just trying to keep his booties dry. Oh, looking much blacker 
Looking much blacker than he ever was in real Cue life. the music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> cues of the soundtrack to Lawrence of Arabia. Speaking of a similar story, do you know why um why the myth is why no one's ever been able to find Genghis Khan's tomb? Why that? Uh when he died, his generals took his body out into the out into the wilderness, buried it, and grew a forest around him. Nice. I'm sorry, what? You're very far away and whispering. Again, to reference Kung Fu Panda dead. What? <laughs> I, I can't hear what? This can't have been that long ago, given the ages we see of people and stuff and like flashbacks and everything. Thor was a thing by this point. Yeah. It's in in any world where other gods just show up and are like, yes, hello, I am this god. I feel like that just kind of reinvigorates every religion. Mm. Yeah. In- including like long dead ones. So I feel like it wouldn't. If if there's a world where Thor is like a, is like a factual a objective dude you can talk to, the guy who's like, yeah, Egyptian gods walked among us. At least a chunk of people are gonna be like, yes, I believe you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's basically the reason why um, the thing people hated the most about well, not the thing, but one of the things people hated the most about Netflix's The Defenders was when everyone was saying, what undead ninjas? I'm sorry, I can't believe something that unbelievable. Yeah, that is so stupid. Oh, look, there's still some scar, there's still some scorch marks over there from when the aliens invaded. (laughs) Yeah. So, particularly in a long-established superhero universe, I much prefer it when they don't try to, to play the incredulous angle past a certain point. Absolutely. It's like Martin Mystery. Now, like, there are there are some examples of where, come on, that's too unbelievable. Like, if Marvel movies ever tried to do the Venom events, <laughs> like, if they tried to do, uh, what is that guy called? Um, God of the Symbiotes. Uh, Null. Yeah, if they ever tried to do Null, and everyone was like, Wait, he's tied to that piece of shit Venom? How is that possible? That I could maybe believe. <laughs> well, at that point, Tom Hardy goes, well, he's not exactly a cool guy on his planet. He's kind of a loser. <laughs> like me. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, Tom Hardy looks at the screen and goes, I'm sorry about Venom. <laughs> Dude, No. Why the fuck are you listening to him? Also, based on everything we know, Mark just happened to be there. He didn't actually do any of it. Yeah, it's like, why? She. 
She knows who he is. So you're saying yeah. he's like Tim Drake, Bertie. He just <laughs> happened to be there. Well, I mean, as we have learned, Tim Drake is coming back, and he will have to be there, so. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how long that this joke can last. I do, I do want to see how long. Well, how far into season three will we be? How far into season four will we be able to do that? Yeah. Well, hey, Dead, um... As far as I can tell, Donna Troy's not in anymore. Dawn's not in anymore. So, hey, Tim Drake has to pick up the slack by just being there as much as possible. Hell yeah. And, and good old Alan Richardson, he he escaped. He's not coming back. Reacher season two, coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to that. <laughs> I want to see what uh, podunk part of the country he ends up in next to kill... A bunch of dumbasses. I want to see how much fucking bigger he gets. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's worth yeah. watching right there. <laughs> yeah. Why are you so big? Genetics. <laughs> <laughs> and then his dietitian and personal trainer on the side, just like what the fuck? The Rock gave me his workout plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's all well, you know who's another actor who got stupidly big, who I'd seen before they got big, and I was like, holy shit. Um, Jonathan Majors. Who's that? Uh, he's the guy who played... Um, what's the Time Lord in the Marvel Universe? Um, Kang? Oh, oh, Kang. oh that yeah, guy, okay. the guy who Jonathan played Majors. Kang. Okay, yeah. yeah. He's huge now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he, he has to fight in the new Creed oh, oh. movie. So. Oh, I see that. Yes. Okay. No, he got huge. Well, he was also in this show, it looks like, that I uh, heard it was good. I never watched uh, it. Lovecraft uh, Lo Yeah, Country? Lovecraft Country yeah. is very good. Yeah, I've It's heard inconsistent, that. but very good. Yeah, yeah it's I cool. To check that out. Yeah, I'm going to post in the chat since we're not caring about this uh, stupid villain banter. This, uh, this, is, this isn't villain banter. This is just dumb. <laughs> it's again, we're doing this here. Yeah, you are fully aware that there are actual facts, monsters and multiple cultists with guns, including the guy you, you are there to stop. You have the thing and you're just like, hey, yo, you kill my dad. Except he and he also he didn't kill her dad, so. Yeah. Why can't he just say, I didn't kill your dad, someone else did. He just, it, it took it took way too long, but he finally did. But he's... <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. And that's his fault? Yeah, obviously. It's the How grief dare you thing. not die I, when my It's the grief thing, I guess. Yeah, and this is like like after this point, her I don't think her character matters at all. So that this is the last note we have with her annoys the shit of me. <laughs> oh right, the threat that was here. Oh right, the thing I knew was here and I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Like, we could have easily fled by now, but I chose to fuck with this. 
if you're going to stay and fight, maybe give her the Ushabti. <laughs> yeah. A thought. You know. Oh, right. I brought an axe to a multiple gun fight. Where did all of these guys come from? <laughs> Don't worry about it. They were just kind of here. Yeah. They're just chilling around the corner. But yeah, uh, if you guys look at the picture I posted in the comics part of Discord, you can see just <laughs> how big the guy who's playing Kang got. Oh, yeah. He's massive. Holy hell, yeah. I don't want to hear that from you. Yeah. The pre-crime motherfucker. Everything about him is like, I am led by fate, but also by choice. Uh, I am rubber, you are glue. (laughs) That's about the level of his arguments, actually. I kind of don't like him as a villain. Uh, what'd you think was going to happen, Mark? <laughs> I don't think he was going to shoot me. I thought one of the other nine people with guns would shoot me. I was about to say, that's not a very zen way to take down your opponent. <laughs> Just like, fuck all this shit. Well, like I said, Dead, he became the most dangerous thing you man can find in the gun. tomb. Yeah, a man with a guy gun. with a gun. <laughs> Yet again. Wait a minute, are we in Egypt? <laughs> <laughs> what gave it away? Uh, <laughs> oh, tainted love. <laughs> it just keeps coming up. Like they only have one uh, musical motif for all uh, of Egypt. Actually, yeah. you know what it reminds me of, Dead? Um, if you remember from um, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, now I'm in space. <laughs> Isn't this the effect they use when the misfits got their powers? Uh, oh, I, gonna add some lightning. I can't remember. I, I, I've watched like, I think it was the first two seasons of that. Maybe I do recall that show being good and then falling off a cliff when all the characters left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get to the fucking. It was head. really it good. Like if you replace the entire cast, you don't have a good show anymore. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it was you, really good till it wasn't. Like it was to, one of those. Yeah, things you, you get like, to the oh, end no. of that show, and the only fucking character left is Curtis. <laughs> yeah, because Buddy there went to preacher, and uh, the other guy was on Game of Thrones. All of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, and the guy who went to preacher was a replacement for the guy who left to do City of Bones. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I love and, I still this is my favorite thing about the show that this is yeah. where Steven came from. Yeah, it's just a, it's this a, it's a nice transition. <laughs> just the sweatiest, grotiest fucking B actor. Yeah, dude, who looks yeah, the dude, dude who looks the understudy for the librarians. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, now but we're what, entering the whole I'm an actor kind of uh, persona, right? So, yeah, but amazingly, uh, I guess just because Mark felt like it when he created Stephen Grant, he gave him the ability 
uh, to become apparently a world class Egyptology scholar. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I hate when my medicine is jello shaped. Yeah, and then what? I think in the comics, Jake Lockley was the cab driver, wasn't he? Yeah, Jake was a cab driver. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stephen Grant was actor, and then uh, actor. Yeah, Yeah, and then Mark was just Mark. Well, no, Mark was in uh, certain um, versions. He was like, um, like a militia. Like he was. um, What's the word for it? Like it was not the army, but um, mercenary. Mercenary. Thank you. Yeah, yeah well, I was going to say the soldier. Yeah. Because, yeah, but um, can I explain the? I think you both thought the same, but can you explain me? Tell me the one thing I definitely don't like about this. Mm. That it's too late in the show for us to believe that he's just insane. Fair. And plus, it, uh, okay. yeah. Oh, well, also, it's it's a superhero show, so this was never going to be real, no matter where they put it. But I mean, as a but trace- they could, but they, but like, aside, once they got past the intro bit, they basically dropped the "he's just crazy, none of this is real" angle. Yeah, like so, this angle needs to be at the start of a thing, like fucking it needs to be at the start of a thing, like well, Legion, right. Yeah, no, I'm not disagreeing with it. Yeah, but few shows committed to the craziness the way Legion did. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they made this transition, though, but I agree it was probably too late to do it in the show. No, like, like, I mean, to be sooner. fair, like, I like this part of the show because it well, reminds yeah, me of the part. bits from... Uh, the Jeff Lemire comics that did stuff like this. This is based it's on the just, Jeff Lemire storyline. Yeah, but like yeah, those, but, but, those but, went way harder. Yeah. Yeah, but my point was that like that show, this show, I don't think was ever able to fully commit as much as that did. The thing is, they tried to do too much in six episodes is what it was. It's like they tried to do too many different aspects of the character, which Moon Knight has a lot of different aspects to the character, but they tried to make sense of it all, it seemed like. And they could have easily just did six episodes, like you just said, based in him in the insane asylum, kind of slowly losing his mind and maybe through flashbacks or like things in his head, touching on different aspects of the character, right? I think that would have been a lot better than this. What they right. if you what you could potentially do is like what they're doing here, but what they fi- do instead is they start with um, the insane asylum, and then the mm-hmm. story is told from the perspective of all of this is what he's telling the psychologist happened. Yeah, I and and I also love Ethan Hawke's this character more than the fucking bad guy, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, well, yeah, because it, it's weird. He awesome. seems more committed to this than the actual yeah. character. Yeah, like like this he's this he is like putting way more into it and like the other guy is so contradictory. Mm-hmm. That he just feels like nothing. This feels like an actual good role and potential villain. Because this whole these whole scenes are kinda somewhat at a certain point are unnerving because you don't really know, like like he's unsure, you're unsure as a viewer, like you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's it, well, yeah, because this character is like, much better, much better because because uh, because Harrow in the real world 
was trying to play mind games with Mark right. and Steven, but he sucked at it because the writing's not there. This character actually feels like he's properly playing the mind games that it feels yeah. like the main villain was supposed to be doing, but couldn't. <laughs> yeah. And if like his and if like his whole villain motivation was to make him question reality, that would actually do a better job of fixing a lot of the plot points in the middle of like why don't the why don't the gods believe him? How does he keep getting away with all of this stuff? Why does no one stop him? All of that would feel more believable in the story if it yeah. fit with like this is in his fractured psyche. But because we know it's basically real at this point. It feels like bullshit. Yeah. Like it's like, like one of the reasons that like that Jeff Lemire story worked is because we already had the background. We already had a lot of the buildup. And so trying to do, trying to do like a, not even origin story, but just like a first adventure that we are aware of for Moon Knight on top of exploring the psychological aspect of it is a bit too much, both for six episodes and for the first six episodes people are getting with this character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's that's where they went wrong because once like they could have alluded to the allude to the um broken psyche stuff in this, and they do that okay. But they but they it's again like Dead said, there's too much going on, and they don't commit to any of it enough for it to matter. So a lot of stuff that feels like it should be more impactful than it is keeps showing up, like this. Yeah. Hey, hey now, you're an all-star. <laughs> Get your game on. Go play. <laughs> I really like the set design, too, for these scenes because they have, like, all these little subtle, uh, you know, like, props, like, certain things that make it seem like he's not actually where he they think he is, especially with all of his, like, Egyptian artifact type shit and, like... Yeah, like, like honestly... Little, little this, things like that. This kind of looks like the, uh... It looks, it looks like someone took the, like, weird building where he had his weird little cult thing and then, like, gentrified it. Yeah. Well, that's why I think it's it's an interesting mix. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really, like, really it's really well done set design for for this kind of place. It just... Uh, it doesn't work in the story at all. Yeah. But there's still one moment left in the show, in this episode, to look forward to. <laughs> I'm still thankful the for them switching over to this, the story to this, though, because this is definitely the better half and the one I better remember for this uh Well, the better season. third, like I said. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Damn, Steven's strong. <laughs> he is punching with... He's fucking one-inch punching this goddamn stone sarcophagus lid. <laughs> and that must weigh... Well, not really, but it's yeah, supposed no, it's, to it's weigh... It's really uh, made of styrofoam. <laughs> For some reason, I'm happy to see you because we hate each other. <laughs> 
Where'd you come from? I don't know. Last thing I remember, I was in Egypt. Oh. <laughs> Where's that music coming from? <laughs> How do we get out of here? Find, fo- follow the follow the ancient chanting. <laughs> <laughs> we can't follow it. It's coming over the PA system. <laughs> Hi, Jake. It's like we all know who was in there the second we saw it, right? Yeah, yeah. But once once the first coffin opened up and and Steven was in it, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I always wonder like what it is like to watch these shows when you know nothing. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I love that both of them started screaming like little girls. Just typically, like you expect that from Steven. You don't expect it from hardened soldier Mark. Yeah, but like Mark, how how else are you supposed to react to a giant talking hippo that's standing up? Pass out. The fact that it's just like a nice little hi, like too. Again, that's why I said the meme. Uh, that's a good one. I remember Toret is my favorite part of this show. Yeah, Toret is why great. The, the next the next episode is my favorite of the whole thing. Toret is so nice. It's so weird. Like, like it's like I've been I've been looking into like some mythology stuff lately, and it's always like just a bunch of assholes and then one nice one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my poor baby Hephaestus. Yeah, I was about to mention like uh, Caveman is running some kind of story for his wife that involves the Egyptian gods. He's like, so people like Hephaestus, right? Yes. Everyone else sucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so that was episodes three and four. Probably the weakest point of the series. Yeah, no. Like I said, the middle, the, these middle two episodes are my least favorite part of it. It's just that I am luck. In my case, it's lucky that. The last part of it ends on something I really enjoy being introduced. Like if it weren't for that little meme bit at the end, episode four would probably be my least favorite, even with the setup stuff of what I like about five. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I've personally, I fucking hate attempting to gaslight the heroes in the story because it's never real. Like name me one yeah, instance, yeah, name, name me one instance where there is like in the middle of a story a character wakes up in a mental institution and then it just turns out that all of it has been fake. Like they did that shit in goddamn yeah. Ash versus Evil Dead and it was just as bad there. Mhm. Which that's a fucking yeah. I think like, like I would be more okay. Like the, the active gaslighting is kind of the problem because that's been done too much. But um, if it's there, uh, start to finish, that's one thing. But it's the fact that it's like yeah. we have this entire story and then go in the middle and go, "Hey, guess what? You crazy?" Yeah, I mean, like people forget, like who have not seen the original movie that was just called Gaslight that. That commitment was throughout the entire mo- movie. It wasn't, and like you mostly believe it up until at least the halfway point when the when the illusion starts breaking down. 
So if you're not going to commit to gaslighting for the whole thing, it's kind of not worth it because... Uh, and to be clear, referring to gaslighting in terms of storytelling, not real gaslighting. Someone would misinterpret that. I felt yeah, the need to say it. Yeah. But yeah, I... What did happen? Like, I I am struggling to remember episode three. It was yeah. Boring. It was just it was just faffing about Egypt and uh, the gods are idiots. That's all it I was, remember. It, it was it was that there was the god this the god scene where they went to speak to them and like there was nothing that really came of that. And yeah, like and, I said, it's faffing about in Egypt and the gods yeah, are idiots. Those that's uh, all I remember from episode. Yeah, uh, he met up. Three. He met he met up with her and then they went and spoke to a friend of hers who was like some rich douchebag guy that they were trying to go ch- check out his relics or something like that from what I remember. And he did and they, uh, and they did like the fucking turn back the sky thing. Yes. Yeah, with when he's Mr. Knight. Um yeah, Which he I, was yeah. It was a cool visual, but yeah, it was not neat, neat necessary. It's a neat visual, but just it Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, but that was pretty much yeah the episode three. So I mean that one wasn't that was probably the lowest point I would say. Like and this one got and like Bertie said the third of this episode that kind of picked it back up, which probably leads into the most interesting, the best part of this six episode uh, series is the last two I would say for sure. Yeah, um, this one kind of gave us some hope, but this middle part has has been tough. So yeah, apologies guys if there were some conversations there that were off topic, <laughs> more so than usual. That's why I'd rather talk about horror movies with Bernie for a moment there. Ted's like what Ted was really trying. Like, hey, how about these ancient texts on the walls yeah, here? I'm guy? just I'm, I have I have like one job is try to keep things on the rails. No, it was good. It was good. <laughs> it was just it was just so tough because like that for a while there it was, it was just nothing. Was it was giving us nothing back and forth. Like, oh what do you think about these hieroglyphics? Oh yeah those are some nice hieroglyphics <laughs> like, yeah That's- fucking neat you got the goddamn you got the goddamn scribbles. That's cool. Hey, you like Hellraiser, right? CD head. Oh, anyway. That's three. And, that's episode three and four at Moon Knight. One more of these to go. Let's take a look at five and six next time. Until then, I'm dead. Hi, I'm Birdie. Bye, I'm Nico. And we will see you guys next time.